I'm good either way now. Whoever whoever ends up winning the election, I'm like, I, I'll be okay. Are you good either way? I'm good either way. You sure you don't want Herschel Walker? First of all, he's running for Senate. And second of all, okay. He's an idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> let's, just... let's jump in with that because I think he needs to be in our distress club. <sighs> Welcome in to Off the Cuff Sports. Busy summertime for all of us getting back into this. Uh, jumping into the distress club and definitely the okay this is some bs i got trade i asked to get traded to the knicks on 2k and they trade me to new orleans dang the knicks are not only losing out in uh free agents but in trades that's <laughs> rough anyways what is this view here this is the old school view i don't know what just happened here but anyways uh, i think we all agree that uh that uh that herschel walker is in the distress club Herschel Walker's been in the stress club ever since his son started getting on TikTok or whatever. Which which, which son? The 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 son that he did not uh, that claim. he, he claimed that all of a sudden that is you know his. Even talking about the fruity one, the fruity one. Are we talking about the fruity one? Let's just be. I, let's just put it out there. Are we talking about the fruity? Uh, I don't know which one. Whichever one he did not claim. After being a being a jerk to uh, to blacks being absentee fathers, Tuh. nah, that's not the one. The one that he's with has been with the, has been there the whole time. So I can't stand that kid. Like legit, I I, I can't stand that kid. Well, the issue is he called himself a father of one when he really had four kids. So, <clears throat> you should I mean, relate regardless, to yeah, regardless of which one it is, uh, you know, if you're going to claim one, claim them all. If you're not going to claim them, like I don't, you know, just and don't he's from the great. He came from the University of where? Of CTE. <laughs> Bro's gone through so many concussions he doesn't know which kids are his. Wow. So like them Georgia fans is um kind of stupid. No, we're good. We also have rings to go along with it. But ring. Ring. We have ring to go along with it. Ring, rings for Herschel. Herschel's got two. <laughs> Fair. Fair. He also thought snake oil was the the key to curing COVID, but you know, uh, there was a president that was about to jack some people up, but we're not good there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who else is in the distress club? Um, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Apparently, they have reached an impasse. 
with Kyrie and are not willing to trade him. Uh, I mean, are not willing to sign him. So they're looking for traders. And the Lakers, thank God, and the Knicks, unfortunately, are suitors. So um, we will see once again if, you know, if we F this up or if we can finally get something done where we can get the heck, uh, we can get, what's his name, gone. Because I'm, I'm sick and tired of Russell Westbrook. Well, does he have a no trade clause? No, he doesn't. Okay, because I was he signed to, a suit. He's he not going to want to go deal. to. He's going to not. I didn't think he would want to go to go play with LeBron after all that. Well, he Are recently he? said that he he thinks that if he would have stayed in Cleveland, that um, they would have been able to win a lot more championships. And you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But oh, well, he, well, a little late for that, buddy. Yeah. But um, I I honestly don't think he's going to end up with the Lakers. I think that's a pipe dream. But um, can I, we also? I, don't know, if the, I don't know if the Knicks have enough uh, enough you know trade power to get him. Well, that's the thing. They don't have to trade for him. They can sign him outright. That's the benefit of the Knicks. So he's not signed officially to his contract yet. So he's able to either outright sign or if in the case of the Lakers and the Clippers, because they have so much money timed up, they're going to have to do sign and trades, um, which, you know, if it does happen for either L.A. teams, that's going to be great for them. But I just don't have any faith in the Lakers being able to pull that one off. We don't have any faith for more, but you know what? You know, what we do have, you know, what we do have a bunch of BS contracts. So we got to get rid of one of them. And I personally vote Russell Westbrook to get the hell up out of LA. As long as LeBron's there, I have to have a voice well, and he's got to go. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, I mean, who would go besides Russell? That makes sense. Like, I mean, why would you keep Russell and pick up Kyrie? Like you don't, there's not enough balls on the court to, to work. That. but it's worked but uh, it's already worked before that's the thing like it's worked in the past so like i don't think that it'll be nearly the problem that like russell westbrook and lebron were because Kyrie understand like Kyrie. No, no, I, I i'm double. saying i'm saying they have to get right. russell because russell and Kyrie together would not be conducive to a a long-term Right. It's it's pointless to have two starting caliber, well, one starting caliber point guard and a person that you're paying as if he was starting right. um, on the same roster. Like, it's, it's just redundant, and it's the same situation that Boston went through in terms of all of the same type of players. Just like, all them same type of players got to the finals, though, so. Hey, they still lost, though. They did lose, and if, but wow. And if... <laughs> We'll, we'll go there next, but uh, if yeah. there was a healthy uh, Chris Middleton, you know, I don't even think they would have made it to the finals. Oh, my gosh, bro. I swear, you and my father need to get off of each other because y'all literally sound like the same person every time I talk to one of y'all. But Please. Solo, is it Stop is it. it wrong? I, I literally told you that the Warriors were the better team. I said that for before the playoffs even started when uh, y'all were talking about uh, the Suns. So at some point, you just got to recognize that you're just wrong about stuff. No, I mean, like, first of all, the Suns and all of that was an absolute fluke. Like, no one's going to convince me of that otherwise. 
like, yeah, they lost. Like, I get it. I 100% get it. But, like, no one in their right mind would have picked, would have chose that from the get-go. And you know that. So, I don't want to uh, hear that. No. Second of all, as far as common sense goes, Chris Middleton is good. I understand it. But, like, let's not get it twisted. If I needed either Jason Tatum or Chris, like, Jason Tatum or Chris Middleton. I'm checking Jason Tatum. Jalen right. Brown, or, oh yeah, but I, and I understand that like like Giannis had a monster game, like I get that, but like I said, does he have that monster game if Chris Milton is there taking his normal touches? I don't know, so oh, like I can't say, mode. so I can't say otherwise what it was going to turn into. In other news, um, Boston Celtics fans and LeBron supporters who we're cheering for the Celtics just because they didn't want Steph to tie LeBron's record. They, they should uh, definitely. It don't go. matter. We we've <laughs> already lived in a world where Steph has tied has been tied with LeBron before. We don't care. There's a whole Hall of Fame career that separates Steph and LeBron. No one cares about these rings. The only thing that Steph proved is that he's a better player than KD. We already knew that, right? That's all that. That's the only thing that this series proved. And then once we get Kyrie and we win another ring next year, which we definitely can, because Bron and Kyrie are definitely enough. Like then, like we're going to be saying, "Darn!" Like at 38 years old, LeBron James is still the best player on the face of the world, and I'm okay with that. How much you want to put on Kyrie not coming to the Lakers? Kyrie, Kyrie or or Bradley Bill? Let me throw that out there too. Bradley Bill's not coming either. Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I don't care. Like, all I'm saying is that we have to get somebody. If the roster stays the same, LeBron wastes another year of his extended prime, and I just don't feel like you can afford to do that. Like, the man led the basically led the league in scoring, and he was 37 years old. Like, we've got to do more, or the GA, GM has, has to do more on his part in order to get him where we need to be. So, yes, I understand that it's far-fetched, but people, you, y'all guys have got to understand that. It's like, we have to make moves if we're going to be successful. I, I don't disagree, but I'm just saying, coming from an outsider standpoint for teams outside the Lakers, it... It's absolutely dumb, pointless for any team in the league to take on Westbrook's contract. You're right. No, I, and I, I completely understand that. I don't think that now nah, you say any team. I don't think that that's true. I no, think it's dumb. I, I would for, say any team. No, I, it's not any team. Any for any team to take it on, that's not dumb. I would. I if I am somebody that is in need of building up stars, I'm willing to take Russ's contract for one year for for a draft pick if I'm building that way I'm in the business of I don't give a dang about draft picks because it's like I'd rather have known quantities and like that's just where me and you like we differ all the time when we talk about this because you want to build stuff and keep stuff fresh I get that if I was like a high school coach you know the way like I am keeping like my team young so I can always be competitive but like this isn't high school basketball like this is straight up like you know sports professionals right. and i would much rather have somebody that i know is good rather than somebody i think is good well i mean i would rather know that somebody's good but also i understand that you can't build a team around strictly free agents 
or traded players. So at some point, you're going to have to draft somebody. Like this year, the Lakers have zero draft picks. They don't have any money to sign any free free agents. They literally have the uh, mid-level exception plus uh, minimum contracts. So at that point, who are you expecting to get? Even if you get, um, even if you get like a Kyrie or someone, you still have no money after that. Uh, and there's nothing that you can really do because you have no draft picks. You have no way of trading players because you don't have anybody signed to your team. So to me, that's... Well, that's just like certain teammates that are nowhere to be found. Um, I don't understand the logic in what you're saying. Because I think that at the end of the day, like, no, no matter what, like... If I'm the Sacramento Kings, if I'm the Knicks, well, really not so much the Knicks, but if I'm the Sacramento Kings, if I'm honestly at this point, the Toronto Raptors, if I'm, I don't know, like there's there's five teams in the league right now that benefit from getting a first round draft pick and building up assets. And like I said, right now, the Lakers, until LeBron leaves, you and I both know that it's like, Whenever you have somebody like of that caliber, you're in championship mode. So why are we arguing and saying that we're not in championship mode? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that um, I have to be realistic about my expectations of a, of a Russell Westbrook trade. I don't think if you trade Westbrook, you're getting anything that's going to be all that valuable. You make it like one decent level starter and, and maybe a role player or two, but you're not going to get anything back that's going to put you over the edge that's going to make it any different than last year that's just but see that, I, and i don't i don't agree i feel like if you offload russell westbrook's contract like mm-hmm. at least that gives you an op- opportunity to get something back that can change it and i'm and i'm sorry like i just feel that way like if the if the salaries match up and i get two decent players for his contract that I can also like bring back one, open up that cash space and go out and get somebody else in free agency. Like I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is staying the same with a different coach thinking that something else is going to happen. Uh, bro, if it, if it looks like crap, sounds like crap, smells like crap, it's crap. And that's what this roster is. And the only way that it's going to get fixed this year is if you offload that man's contract. There's no ifs, ands, buts. Like, that. that it is what it is. My only caveat with that is, would they actually, would the Nets actually want Russell Westbrook? Who's going to pick him up? Well here's, well, here's the reason why I think the Nets would rather go with West, Westbrook than get nothing. Because here's the thing. Kyrie can leave for nothing. And you don't get anything back. Fair. So I, I suggest doing a signing trade and then everybody is happy. Like, yes, the Lakers have to have to deal with I don't with know if contract. Russell's happy. He's still butthurt from Kevin Durant leaving, I think. But guess what? You but, you get over it. And then once you get over it and you sign there, like, you know it's just for one year. My thing is this. You're not going to make this money again. So you might as well just go ahead and you get over it. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be but one thing if it's like, but that you know, you're talking from someone that ha- is has good mental health. But you're also assuming that there's no other trade suitors that could put out a package that's better than Russell Westbrook for Kyrie. 
I know for a fact that if I was um, the Nets, I would look towards the Clippers for a trade because they have, what's his name, Norman Powell. They have uh, depth in terms of their bench. I don't know the actual players, but uh, they have players that they can trade for that's not uh, just a Russell Westbrook that's actually worth something. So to me, that's better than getting a player that you're just going to offload after one year because you're not going to you know, want him anymore. That's it, and that's where I, I beg to differ. Like I see what you're saying, but at the end of the day, like people have got to understand that it's like, like if I'm not mistaken, because I, like I said, I could be wrong. I does not does isn't Kyrie a free agent, or does he have one year left on his deal? He has an option, so the same as an, uh, Westbrook. Westbrook. So I wouldn't opt. Like you're, we're acting like Kyrie has to sign it. Which he doesn't have to. I mean, if Kyrie says he wants to go to the Lakers only, and you know, they he says he's not going to sign anything unless they trade him to the Lakers, then sure. But uh, I honestly, I would rather have nothing and then go out and sign a free agent and hook up. Pick why? Up Russell. When it's when, why? When West. it's a year. That's that's what I. That's what we're arguing. You, it's like you're you're, you're saying, saying you're it's picking. only a year. But they don't have anything on the con on the books if they just let uh, what's his name walk. So there's no reason like, to take they, up. You, are you saying you're, you're you're telling me as a GM like, and I understand what you're going to say, but there's no way in hell anybody in their right mind lets that guy just walk for nothing. That's stupid. If you just like say, oh man, I understand that we just had you for the last couple of years. That's dumb. If you sit there and he's like, oh man, I'd rather let him walk for nothing than getting something. You don't know I, if like I, I wouldn't said, take I wouldn't take back bad assets just to just to say I got something for it. That's that's, that's what essentially you don't what know the Lakers if it's did, gonna just, be a bad you don't know if it's gonna be a bad asset in that system. Like that's all I'm trying to I'm trying to get you. Russell sucks because he's playing with somebody who does what he does at a higher level. Like that's why he sucked this year. And it doesn't work because you can't have two people that are analyzers of the floor that are prone to getting everybody involved. Only one person can do that. And the best person in the business to do that is LeBron James. Like I said, Kevin Durant doesn't do that. No one on the on the uh, the Nets organization does that. So it's just like them playing with each other. Like I said, putting their differences aside is not a bad thing. They complement each other in a very good way as long as certain things are held in check, such as like, if there's a last shot, Russell can't be like, hey, I'm the best person here. Like, this is not OKC part two. Like, he has to defer to Kevin Durant, which he deferred to LeBron. I don't see why you can't defer to Durant unless he's still that damn butt hurt, which I mean, at this point, guys, we're grown men and we're over here making millions. If you can't get out of your own way, that's your fault. But there's no way that you tell me him walking for nothing for a year where he is still a top 25 player in the league. Like, they, they don't just come along every single day of the week. You, you're saying, saying you're just going to live. You're just saying that for the pod because we all know what type of trash you're talking about, Russell Westbrook, when the series or the season was going on. Bro, did I oh, say, did I? Did, okay, so let's be, let's keep it, let's keep it a book. Let's keep it mm -hmm. a book. Did I, did I not say, that the reason why I thought he sucked is because he takes the ball out of LeBron's hands unnecessarily. When and in actuality, like he does exactly what LeBron does, but at a lower level. I could have swore I said that. Yeah, the record today. will show that. 
yeah, the today. record will show that. No, it's yeah, not today. Yeah, today. The record will show that because there's no way that Russell Westbrook and LeBron works work on the same floor. Like LeBron's a way better shooter than he is, but he's not an elite shooter. And LeBron's not going to just sit in the corner while Russell slashes. Like that's not going to happen. So what you have to understand is, is that like, I'm not saying that Russell is trash playing next to my favorite player and the greatest person to ever pick up a basketball. Yes, he is trash, but playing next to Kevin Durant, he would actually be doing Kevin Durant a favor. 100%. I don't think so. Tell me, tell me how it doesn't work without, I mean, basketball wise, you can't tell me a legitimate basketball reason. It all has to do with financial, and attitudes basketball wise it makes that, perfect that sense. is a basketball reason to me what's the basketball reason what's the in how, terms of financials because reason? one because russell westbrook's impact on the court um is not going to be worth 47 million dollars how whatsoever. do you know you don't know what? that you're, when you're was the last time you when don't was the last know that. time when was the last time russ was worth that amount of money last year when he was on the wizards he, he wasn't worth 47 was, million yes no, he to, wasn't yeah no. to you they, he was, how is he not worth it because when bradley bill and them were healthy they would they could have legitimately been a, a, as high as a four seat like come on uh, now bro no no like no you nope. just like you capping right now i'm getting shot nope. at like you capping right now like you just saying stuff just so you you flexing for the pie bro okay put your money where your mouth is i definitely will Nobody's actually paid up on their uh, their bets that they've made this year. So, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, another team that's that's just, in the distress club is the is the Houston Texans. How so? Not how they dodged the bullet. Um, right. Also, but no, but it has come to light that they actually set up for these massages that Deshaun Watson got. And, and had them sign NDAs. Hey, bro. But Deshaun Watson is his own man. That is true. You got to get how you live, boss. He's his own man, but they set up these these situations. Like, like I mean, you just... The, the NFL as a whole is just a mess of a, a organization at this point. We know that. We've been on that. But you know what's going to be interesting is talking um, the news about Deshaun is going to get a suspension that's going to be fairly hefty. Um, if or he's out for be a whole year. Yeah, if he's out for a whole year, can you imagine what they go through? They just spent all this money and draft picks or whatever else to pull him in. And he came and played for a whole nother year. And now they're stuck with uh, Baker Mayfield, who doesn't even want to be there. They've got Jacoby Brissett on the roster, too, I believe. They do, but I mean, like, I, I think Kobe Brissett is a, is a solid quarterback. Like, he's good enough to get good enough to, you know, win your Super Bowl, which, in all honesty, that team with Deshaun Watson, they're Super Bowl contenders. I mean, let's, let's let, we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, they have a good roster. Everything's put together solidly. If this is ends up being an eight game suspension, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback keep them in the know, conversation by the time Deshaun Watson gets back. 
bro. Like I said, my whole thing was if they if he would have just stuck with me and Khalifa, we wouldn't be having this freaking issue. Hey, man's got to do what a man's got to do. Apparently, there's only so much um, I would be willing to take, and uh, if I was dating someone such as her, I don't know if I'd be able to take it. Bro, you tripping, bro? Ain't no way. If I, like if I'm already like if I'm already a hoe for real, like I'm not even going. Like this, this man obviously will put his thing in anything that walls, bro. What you you talking about from your standards being a good moral person, my guy? Like you this right. girl is exactly absolutely, you, and, and, and you should know better than anybody. God dang that. Um, and I, I know for a fact that if some man just randomly walked up to me and said, "Oh yeah, I hit it before," and then pulled out a video and showed it to me, I would be upset serious <laughs> i don't know what i would do and i can't put myself through that <laughs> <laughs> um i almost said something so messed up but you like if you're on the podcast i'm gonna be nice we are on the podcast like so how do we think the nba draft is gonna go and what will that um shout out to my homeboy tevin brown he better get drafted that's all i'm saying nba execs i'm 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 real deal pulling up to your house if my boy don't get drafted straight like that um i don't believe chet should be the number one overall pick that's that's my only take but Um, hello hello already figured out is that already already taken care of well, I mean, yeah, I we know who the top five are going to be. It's the uh, like it's Paolo, it's Chet, uh, oh, golly, what's the other or whatever his yeah, name is. He actually, like, I think he has a better chance of going number one than anybody. And all honesty. I mean, I like him too, but yeah. What's the order? What's the what's the the first five? So right now, the order is Orlando, uh, the Thunder. Houston, Sacramento, Detroit. I bet you Chet winds up in Detroit. I mean, not Detroit, but um, Sacramento. If they're smart. Like Orlando, in all honesty, even though like they should take somebody like Paolo, they're more than likely going to take Jabari, which is dumb within itself. Now, with that, they have this question on... Uh, on- the ESPN morning show that replaced Mike and Mike. Uh, what, uh, they had this for the NFL, but which, you know, we had the, we had the Bengals basically go from trash dumpster fire to being uh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, they talked about which NFL teams they felt had a shot to be, uh, to t- to make that turnaround like the Bengals did. With the draft coming up, which one of those five teams, based upon who we project them to pick, uh, will be the biggest turnaround? Um, not necessarily like make the finals or anything. I think that would be a stretch. Uh, but who would be the most relevant uh, of those five come playoff time? Houston? No, not Houston. Definitely not Houston. I mean, I don't think Orlando. I don't think there's anything to talk about in Orlando. No, not at all. Maybe OKC, and I only say that because they have a lot of depth that would be useful. 
Um, if not them, I don't know. So, so far, I mean, we, we're, we're not in the free agency yet, so it's different than the NFL. As we don't really know what teams are going to do to make themselves better. I mean, if you look at the the Knicks and the Hawks, didn't really do anything to make themselves better last season. They just said, we're just going to run it back the way it was, and things are going to work out for us. Uh, so, I mean, that this may not be a fair question to ask, you know, right now. Uh, maybe in July after some free agency moves have occurred. I would, I mean, if I would have to list a team, it would be OKC. Yeah. And then maybe Detroit, um, OKC, Detroit, potentially Sacramento, but for sure not Orlando and for sure not Houston. Your thoughts, Solo? Well, I mean, the only thing that has a, a, I mean, a decent chance of making a quick turnaround, like, yeah. In all honesty, guys, it should be Orlando, to be completely honest. But, I mean, Orlando's youth development sucks, but, so, I mean, they have, like, some of the top players in the, like, from the last, like, seven drafts, and, like, they've not been able to do anything. Like, they're just as bad as Sacramento. So, the only team that you can really hope to see a quick change from because of what they've been in the past is Houston. However, I don't think that they will become that. So yeah. you also have to think, I don't think OKC was really, that's not where they were slotted for at number two. I don't think, I feel like that was a, from a trade. Cause they have Shea, they have Lou Dort who are, who is both talented. They have all the draft picks in the world that you could think of and cap space. Now, question so. here, is the draft really that important in the short term when it comes to the NBA? Because, I mean, I feel like a lot of these guys that have gone first um, or even, you know, top 10, you know, aren't – didn't make impacts for a very long time. I mean, look how far it took – long it took for Wiggins to become a relevant player. Well, Wiggins well, only became a relevant player because he's no longer the number one option on the team. Like, yeah. Right. I'm just saying, like they were, it was touted to be more than it than he became when he was when he was initially drafted. I mean, yeah, but I don't expect any one player drafted to like pull a LeBron or even pull a Luka and just turn a franchise around within a year. Right. Um, to me, I think it's understood that within the first two years, you're just learning. Um, you should see some sort of progress, um, maybe go from 15 to 19 points per game and from five assists to seven, something like that. But um, in terms of the actual play of the team, like unless there's a star or some talented vets that are already there, there, there's no reason why a team in the lottery should turn around that quickly. Right. But it can't be, it's not to say it can't be done. It's just, I don't think it should be expected of them. And that's kind of why I think players like Andrew Wiggins or um, Ben Simmons or all of these other early first round picks just kind of fizzle out. It's not that they're bad players. It's just we put so much pressure on them to perform that 
maybe they need some time to grow. And it's also can... the reason why this team is in the position that it's in. You know, it's they're not exactly developing players. Right. Which well, certain certain, certain certain sports you need more development even after coming out of some sort of college or some sort of development situation before they're actually ready to to you know to produce right and i think it sucks that uh for the magic they they have gone through like injury after injury in terms of their young players like you go pick up markel fultz um and then your entire roster just goes down um around him move on to the nfl um what do we think that is going to come of the Jags this season? Uh, you know, obviously they still win. they may win five games. Really? I think they're winning anywhere from three to five games. They got Etienne back. They got they got a Super Bowl winning head coach. You know, they've got they've got you know the second coming of Jesus, apparently a quarterback. <clears throat> it's just hard for me to I, see them as like anything else. Like yeah. you know, like not saying that they're that they're bad or whatever. I'm just saying that like for me, it's real hard for me to say like, oh yeah, those guys are going to be like really good. I mean, like I like uh, was it Doug Peterson? Yeah, like, Peterson. good guy. But I mean, let's be honest, he really won that Super Bowl like off of the back of some really good players and I mean like yeah ETN is nice but he's still going to be a rookie this is his first year essentially you know uh, Trevor Lawrence I mean look very pedestrian almost human uh behind you know the the line and the the skill players that they have in Jacksonville so do I think they've, they've done a lot of work to improve their offensive line that's been their main focus yeah. in the offseason I mean, I think oh, I mean, all over I, the field, they've improved regardless, offensive line. Um, I like, what's his name? The draft pick, uh, Devin Lloyd. Um, just in general, they've improved. But the biggest change to me is the coaching. Like, it's not like they had a bad roster last year. It's just your coach was Urban Meyer. And he had a 1,000-yard running back in the backfield that Urban Meyer decided, oh, I'm just not going to use him. And really? to me, that's that that's the biggest change to me that's going to benefit them. It's just I don't know if they're going to go to like seven or nine wins. I I still think it's going to be incremental, but right, of course. Yeah. But I mean, they're not exactly in a division that they need to be. You know, it's not like the AFC North or you know the the NFC West or anything like that. Like it's this is a very low level division they're playing in now the the titans fell off uh we don't know what the colts are going to be with matt ryan as their quarterback um and obviously the texans are you know we already talked about them right so i mean they they may be able to steal this division if they they just act like a 
competent program. They don't even need to be great. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, I, I get that. I can't argue that at all. I'm not saying it's they're going to make a run in the playoffs when they actually face legitimate teams. They're going to get steamrolled. But I mean, when they're playing, you know, when they they got to play, they got to play the Titans twice a year, which is very winnable. Texans, you might as well get that mark that off now as wins. And then they could easily at least split with the Colts if they they play the way they're supposed to. So I mean. You're talking at least five wins in division, and there's 11 other games they can they get to play. They can win half their games outside the division. I mean, so. I think they they desperately need to win those winnable games. Yeah, because they're they're slate outside of it. Um, I think it was. Let me go back to it, but it was like the Raiders. Uh, the Ravens, um, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Titans. Like, that's that's a lot of teams to just go through back-to-back nonstop. Um, yeah. So they, the first half of the year when they're playing a team like Washington or the Colts or uh, whoever else is in their, their division, they play the Titans or the Texans. I I mean, um, they have to win those games. Like, it's, well, that's what I'm saying. If they're a competent yeah. team, they should be able to win a lot of games this year. As long as they, if they do, if they they play the way they're capable of, you know, they've got a they've got you know a, a healthy environment, unlike what they had under Urban Meyer. This team can probably win nine, ten games, and potentially that division that means a that means a trip to the playoffs. So I mean, not they won't. They'll probably get blown out in the first round by you know the, whoever is the wild card team out of the AFC West, right? But I mean, speaking of the AFC West, what do we think that uh, the Broncos are going to do with Russell Wilson? As their quarterback, it's either going to go decently well or absolutely terrible. There's no in between. Right. But I'm going to go with uh, the terrible. That's my. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Sierra is going to be too happy playing in in Denver. I don't think she's going to be happy living there. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, she was already in the nasty Seattle, and then now she's going to go to the. The, like you thought it was cold in Seattle. Like, no, no, no. It's Denver. Denver's cold. You, she's she's meant for LA. She's I mean, New York's cold, but you know, New York's at least, you know, relevant, you know, in her her field. Miami. I don't even think the temperature is going to be that big of a problem for her. It's the fact that there's nothing out there. She's going to be absolutely. What are y'all talking about, bro? There's there's weed and and weed and and weed and dog. Do not forget they got the Rocky Mountains. You You think you think she dumped future to go back to weed? Come on now. If she wanted weed, she would have stayed with with the goat. What do we think about the Chargers? Uh, Are they going to have a bounce back season? But no, I think that. 
I don't think that you necessarily have to call it a bounce back. I think that they're going to be good regardless, uh, in all honesty. Like, you know, since the exception, they've only made 12 playoffs. I believe it. That's that's just it's crazy. That's a team that's been around since the 60s. Don't take my gun. The 60s, that's crazy. Don't yeah. take my gun. They've only won 12 games. And as good as they've been in the past five years, they've been to the playoffs once. And think about how many times they went with Phillip Rivers as their quarterback. And they oh. still only had 12 in their in their entire time as a franchise. That's crazy. All right, okay. but now, betting what you were saying, <laughs> JT. I can't believe that that's actually the truth. However, I wouldn't put it past them to, for it to be absolutely 100% factual. I mean, um, you had a team with LaDainian Thomas and Phillip Rivers. And what was that, the tight end's name? Uh, uh, Sean, not Sean. No, no, no. What Tom is that? No, really good. No. I can't think of his name, but you had that yeah. that roster, and you couldn't. I mean, and when they made it to the playoffs, I think they only won like one or two games while they were there. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I've never been like I like Philip Rivers, but like I've never been like a true Philip Rivers fan. Right. Like there, there's, there's no reason to not like it. There's no reason to not like him, but he's never just like been like you had to be a California person for him to be your guy. Exactly. Even then, I don't think that he was that guy. No. Or at least I don't know if I would like him that much. Not to say that he was bad. He's just, yeah. If somebody else came along, they weren't gonna, those fans weren't going to be unhappy necessarily. Yeah. No, nah, but that's crazy. Like, our real deal. I never noticed that. That is. Yeah, I heard 100%. that this morning. I think we also need to talk about um, what's his name? God, what's the guy's name? <laughs> Y'all, I pulled a freaking blank. What? What's, what are we talking about? We need to talk about baseball. Uh, I read like this report on like this guy that's like the guy that new guy that owns the Mets. Like that's a really cool story, BT Dubs. Oh, interesting. You know that uh, I, just, I found out that twelve of the twenty-six players on the Braves World Series roster came directly from uh, the Triple A team, Gwinnett Stripers. Really? Like, like they they literally developed that team. And crazy what drafting does for teams. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in like baseball, my nigga. This isn't basketball, isn't baseball. Okay. Anyways, here we were going to talk about the uh, the Draymond Green, uh, John Morant uh, Twitter battle on uh, during petty moment of the week. So I didn't think I was going to, didn't think to add that to the, uh, the docket. Is there, I think we can definitely talk about that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, it's... Like, now, the thing about that is that, like, I mean, I like Ja. I think that he uh, does stay on Twitter a little bit too much. 
But I mean, like, hey, when you're that guy, yeah, at that at that age, I mean, I can't really like I really can't say anything to you. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's right. one thing. Uh, I mean, but at the same time, it's like you've you're you're going after a team that's won four championships. Like, I mean, and like you're just starting out. Like, you don't really have right. a career yet. Nah, not at all. But I mean, it's real hard for me to be like, you know, tell that guy like, hey, you can't say anything when in all honesty, like he's been, he's been that guy. So, yeah. I mean. It's not that he and, can't say anything. It's just who he said it to. It's yeah. the issue. But still like Dream, I mean, I'm sorry. Like Ja has more reason to speak to Draymond than anybody. I mean, like he's, he's at least qualified. Like I mean, to me, he's he's more qualified than Draymond. Like I'm sorry, like in talent, it, it, yes, but accomplishment, like no, bro. no, see, stop, stop it, stop it. We, I, I am not doing that today. Like Draymond Green is by far one of the best players on a great team that we've ever seen. You put that mother trucker anywhere else, anywhere right. else, he is certified garbage. And like I don't, I don't like that. Like, yes, he has accomplished a lot, but he is the luckiest guy of happenstance that I've seen in a long time. And he just does not like. To I mean, me, that's fair. He, I don't, I don't compare Draymond to Ja. Like that, that is completely unfair. Ja will wax the floor with Draymond any day of the week. Obviously, but, but at the same time, like, you have someone that's a key member of a championship roster who's won four championships as that core group um you kind of have to at least give him some credit and let let it slide in terms of your shit talking it's like at the end of the day all he's going to do is just hold up his hand full of rings and you can't say anything yeah like the, you literally cannot say anything because at the end of that's, the day that's y'all like i don't like i don't fall for that whole like like, bro, that rings are a team accomplishment. Robert Ory can hold up mother freaking nine rings. But Does Robert that make Horry him... wasn't a key member. Robert Horry yes, was he not... was. Yes, he was. Not, oh, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, he was a key no. member in there. Robert Ory don't hit shots while y'all don't win. The Lakers don't win rings. Factual. That's Factual. like saying, that's like saying Factual. Jordan Poole or Otto Porter was a key member. Otto Porter was, bro. Don't, we're not doing that. We're going to, like, uh, Otto I mean, Porter was. Nah, bro. We're not doing that, bro. We're not doing that. Who's that one guy that was on LeBron's team for, like, his first three championships? Like, both of the Miami wins and the... Uh, Jim Jones. Uh, Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Yeah. Mike James Jones. Jones. He, James? James Jones. Sorry, James, James Jones. Jones. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought it was... My, yeah, it is James Jones. No, in no way, shape, or form is... He is Robert or even close to being like no James Jones didn't do a damn thing. Is there any topics that are pressing that we did not discuss? I don't think there's any topics that are pressing that we did not discuss. I just I could have went on for a little while longer about what we was talking about. Which what topic was that that we kept that about Draymond and no. like talking about trying to tell me. Draymond was relevant in any way, shape, or form. And I mean, like, he's just not. 
but no, like I mean, and I and I like I said, I understand where you guys are coming from, like, but like there there there's levels to greatest player, and I mean, great players show up at great. I mean, good players, great players show up at good times. Like, yes, you can be a key member of a championship team, but there's levels to that. Like Draymond averages a triple single in the playoffs. Like outside of the one good game that he had in game seven in 2016, there's no playoff performance that I can say that Draymond does anything, which is why like, I'm sorry. Like it, it like there's no way that you can sit here and convince me that like, oh yeah, he deserves to say what he says. Or he can deserve to be an asshole. Why? Why? Because he's on a good. He just happens to be on a good team. Like but also, oh, he's, fair, he's the glue guy. Him, him being that's what I was about to say. Him being the asshole is, is was literally what the team needs him to be. He's the mouth of that team. Guys, let's be honest, and I get that. I understand. Like glue, glue guy is overrated. That that is so that is so overrated when we're in basketball, football, a mouthpiece, Ray Lewis. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, who else is a good mouthpiece? You know, Shannon Sharp, when he played on offense, he said he always talked trash. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve Smith, like those guys are necessary in order to do great things. Basketball, you at the end of the day, it's all about getting buckets. Football has a lot more intricacies in that game as far as like mental, because you're hitting each other all the time, where that does become a factor. In basketball, when you have two of the greatest shooters of all time, you don't need a guy that runs their mouth. Like, in all honesty, I can go and I can put Otto Porter in that role right there with his ability to stretch the floor, which is what he does. And he's a hell of a lot more effective than what Draymond is. Draymond just was there at the right time. And the reason why they're playing him so much, if we want to be honest, is because of how much they spent on him. Like, let, let's be real. Like Otto Porter is all is close to being on the veteran minimum, and you're giving this guy he's on the back end of a tail end of a hundred million dollar contract. Dude, I'm sorry. Like Draymond is good. Like he's like, but in the playoffs, Draymond is easily replaceable. Easily. Replaceable. But you're you're acting like the only value that Draymond Green brings to the team is is that his mouthpiece, and I think that's underrating Look, the the talent in terms of defense what in terms of okay so uh, we're not even going to go <laughs> no. there no yes we are because i'm asking i'm asking like so, more the ta so, talent shows up in numbers does it not does talent not show up in numbers that's all i need to so do. so does talent did, show up in numbers did draymond does not show lock up? does did draymond not lock up uh what's his name oh boy a jason a, a 24 year old it, it doesn't matter good job it no yes but no did he not? absolutely because because no because here's what i'm asking Here's what I'm asking. If like I said, and I get it, he did that on the biggest stage. If that's anybody else, any other real superstar in his own prime, you and I both know that doesn't happen. Has he ever done that to LeBron? Has he ever done that to KD? Has he ever done that to, to Giannis? No. I, so, I'm, I'm gonna it, say it, yes because no, he I, hasn't. What? I, wait, I'm gonna say yes me. because because they had to go through. The Warriors to get to the finals or win the Who finals. Who had to go through the Warriors to get to the finals? Both of Who? them, Katie, Katie, and LeBron. What are you talking about? So, bro, you're, not, you're, you're not talking about him. 
you're talking about him defending when he knows that at any given point in time that he has the backup of two of the best scorers in time. It's like you're we're right, not doing that. This man, this man isn't Tony. Once he's not again, Tony, that's uh, that's not his job. His job is not to score. He has yes, it the, is. The off, his his job is not maybe to help every now and then hit an open shot, but his job is not to go out there and score 15 a game. That is not what they need Draymond for. They have two but, but, of the world's but, but, best scores but, 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 of all you do time. That? Of all time. So, Lamar, if it's not his them. job, why Why is it in those games where he had single-digit points they lost, in the moment that he scores double digits, they win? Explain that to me, then, if that makes sense. Please. So, so you Explain think, that to me. So you think him scoring 10 or 12 or 15 versus 8 is the difference between them winning and losing? And then winning and losing but by, it, but it by, literally by 20 was. points? It 20 literally points? was. And in, in those I, I don't moments so. where he missed wide open jump shot, it literally was. I, I don't like, think no. so. I, okay, you, you don't have to think. So the numbers don't lie. It's right there in front of you. Like, you can see when, they, when he did not score well, they suck. So no, like, I'm not giving you one. I'm not giving you any credit for being like, he's a glorified, what's the dude that used to be on the Celtics? Tony, God. Tony Allen. Tony Allen. He's a glorified Tony Allen who just so happened to be on a very good team. And like Tony Allen's not a Hall of Famer. The only reason why Draymond Green's going to be a Hall of Famer is because he played next to the two best shooters of all time. Arguably I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Time. Okay, then. I'm just so saying, no, that's but, what I mean. But I'm just saying what you were arguing is that his value on the team is literally just a mouthpiece. And I do not agree with that. I, he did more than just be a fucking mouthpiece and, and run his mouth at people. When? But I'm just saying, when, you're saying that, but when? When this, when, when, this when, literally when this series. That? Literally How? this series. Bro. Okay, so, defense, then, so who's, who sets up the offense? Who's the main ball handler Are you in terms serious? of the, distributing the, the, all the ball? The We're talking about NBA basketball. All he did was bring the ball down and make a pass and then run and set a screen. Like, stop stop saying this. Oh, he initiated the offense. Like, who, any any freaking toddler can initiate an Question. offense. What do you do in the flow of that offense that makes a difference? That's what I'm Question asking. then. Question then. Question. Who's Question. the best center in the league? Or give me the top two centers in the league right now. Jokic and Joel Embiid. Does Jokic, cool. does Jokic initiate their offense? Yeah, at times. And is Jokic, can Jokic score in the floor of his offense? Yes, he can. I, I know he's a better scorer than Draymond, but I'm asking, does he initiate the offense? Yeah, Lamar, he initiates the offense okay, because so, he's a threat to score. He's not, no, so, no, 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 so, put it in context. No, no, put it in no, context. Solo. Yes, solo. yes. No, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Considering the fact that um, you can't shoot your gun, and then also uh, oh, but I just saved your ass. But I just anyways, I, I did all up. the work. I did all the work. No, you did it. But, no, you did it. I'm, I'm going to pull up. You. I'm going to pull up the stats and show you how much damage I did. But okay, um, I don't care. I don't care. Keep, <laughs> keep the conversation going for the ground. But anyways, um, dang, what was I saying? What, what's the difference between what Jokic does in terms of taking the ball and just passing it and what Draymond does what, in terms I'm of initiating you, the because, because at the end of the day, Lamorris, like you have to respect what Jokic does when he initiates the offense and brings it down the floor. Like we're like, 
the reason why Draymond is able to do what he does is because they don't need what else what is he going to do? If you start Draymond off ball, they're just going to sit down and double and double down on the guys that are already in there, right or wrong. Like that's basic basketball. Like that doesn't make him valuable. He literally has to initiate the offense because he has no perimeter game. And you can't say that I'm lying. Thank you. Like, no. Thank you. You, Lamar said anyways, everybody, because he knows that I'm actually right on that one. That's just basketball. It's not because you're right. It's it's because I didn't pay attention. I'm looking up some stats. Uh, You can look up the the stats. That's the only reason. All I'm telling you is when you you can tell me outside of, like, that's the reason why that, like, that's, that's documented. The reason why he does not play on the wing is because he's too, like said, he's too small to play on the inside and small ball because he can't initiate anything from or, or win a rebound over a decent sized center. And if you put him on the wing, he's not a threat. So they're going to double down on the ball handling to begin with. So he literally so, has to initiate the offense in order for him to be on the floor. When have you so, ever seen Draymond has start anywhere from the wing? Anytime he does, so, they question, double down and they get a seat. So yes. in order question. for him to be on the floor, he's got to be an awesome offensive player? In terms no, of he doesn't scoring have to threat. be a, no no Lamorce, you just have to be you have to be a like not a threat. You have to be someone has to think that you can actually do your job as an NBA player and score the basketball. Like so, that's that's not far fetched to say. You and I both so know that's question, not far fetched to say. What's who, the question? Who led the team in uh assists for the past few years? I get Numerous that he leads the team. Lamorce le- bro. Lamore, so you're telling me if I put you at the top of the at the top where everybody sinks down on you because they know that you can't defend, and all you have to do is make a simple read off of a curl screen or a back cut, like you're acting like he's initiating, a, like like he's creating these assists. Like stop it. You, he's hey, not he's, LeBron. He's making the decision to. He is not LeBron. Lamore is saying that he is Lamore's not. Is, He's you're making talking the about decision making a decision to make the right. All he has to, to do right is it's a read. The same, it's the a, same, the same it's exact read. reads that it's we read. compliment Jokic on is the same exact reads that he's making. That Lamar, is my point. Jokic is coming down and making decisions off the fly. Draymond is working in the framework of a system, and you know it. That's the difference. So That's you don't the think. Difference. So you you think Jokic is not working on a system? He's just coming down and letting Lamar, letting Lamar, people just I've freestyle Lamar, around. Listen, him. listen. Okay, so if you want if you want to go there, you want to go there. Then look this up. Then tell me how many of Draymond's assists come in transition versus how many of assists come in the half court. And I guarantee you, eighty five. I'll, I'll, I'll even I'll even up it. I guarantee you, ninety percent of his assists come from being in the half court. Half of them do, that, that, which that. means he's not make. Uh, that means he's not creating anything. He's simply running a set and making a pass that he's determined to play because he's not a threat from the wing. Jokic, about forty percent of his assists are going to come from in transition or when he's out of the post or when he's in the mid post or in the high post. Like, so, don't don't no, do don't, that. Don't don't add in. Oh no, you don't do that. Post high post. No, that's the same Lamorce. You can't create. No, he, no, no, he, he can't no. create from those places. You're right. You're right. I, I no. know I'm wrong. But when a guy is a threat from that place and he also becomes an assist leader from that point, I call that creating. Like we can sit here and go back and forth, but it's like basketball wise, you don't have an answer for that. Like, okay, you, like you just that, don't. That, that's that, and that is 
And that is my argument to why John Moran can say whatever he wants to say, because until Draymond can carry a team like Ja to a playoff series and actually win it by himself, which hopefully eventually he does because he's not worth any more money and his contract is going to run out eventually, and I can't wait to see it, then we'll be able to sit there and say that. But you're over here acting like if you replace him with Braun, like that team doesn't become significantly better. Come on now, bro. Come on now, bro. Let's be real. Come on. Let's be adults about this. Thank you. Coming from my TED Talk. Here's why you're wrong. Um, because I said you're wrong. And two, Draymond, <laughs> you're going to have to put a little bit of respect on Draymond Green's name. Just a little bit. Something. And that's all I'm asking from you. That's all I say about Ja Morant is that you have to put some respect. It's not like this man's the absolute scrub. If he was, they wouldn't be going back to back in terms of the finals and all of that. Why is it? JT, can I ask you a question? Yes, Maybe means. we can put some, put some rationale on it. Okay, let's put this in football turn. Okay, by any means necessary, let's go to the Sam linebacker when Manti Teo was at was at Notre Dame. Yeah. Was he on was he on the field with Manti Teo when Manti Teo was playing uh the yes. middle linebacker? Yes, he was, obviously. Okay. He he was on the field. Okay. Does he get is that kid at any at any point relevant as Manti Teo was, even though he was right there making plays based off the fact that Manti Teo was people were game plan for Manti Teo. Correct. Uh, the, he, they, no, like, he was not. It was the. It was the. Um, it was your your safety and the defensive line that were the other names of that defense. So there were other names. Yes. Okay. I rest my case. Okay, bro. All I'm telling you is, is that at the end at the end of the mother trucking day at the end of the mother ducking day is that like. Do I respect Draymond Green? Yes, I do. However, do I think that he is very interchangeable in what he has done? Like, do I think that it's very, very simple or easy to say that like somebody else could have been drafted that's his size and do the exact same thing? Like, yes, I do. Like, I really do feel like if you put Otto Porter in that exact same role, Otto Porter is the guy that we're talking about. And Otto Porter is a way better offensive player than, than Draymond Green is. Like, so it's not like I'm trying to be disrespectful. And to be honest, too, John Moran started this this Twitter conversation not with Draymond even. It was with uh, Clay. He was taking shots right. Clay. <laughs> and, and that's not right. And, and Dray, we're, we're Draymond having... Green was doing what Draymond Green does, he's he's the one that runs his mouth for the team. Yeah, he nobody did else ride. talks. He did ride, and that's all I'm saying. Like if you're if we're having this conversation about John not saying anything to Clay, it's a totally different story. Because John Moran does not have a a a can't hold a candle to Clay Thompson and what Clay Thompson has done in the NBA. But he damn sure can hold a. Uh, but the fact that we're saying that like he can't say something to Draymond. He can't say something to Mr. Triple Single? Get out of here, bro. Like, that's like me saying that I can't say something to Robert Ory. I can't say something to Rick Fox. Like, that's the level of player you, that Draymond Green is. That That's who he is. 
But anyway, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, in, in my brain, like, Draymond Green is no more valuable than Big Shot Robert Ory. And you know that. You know that. I mean that in there the There was at least one Fortnite game that I remember Draymond Green was uh, a score away from having a quadruple double. Like, he had a triple double without scoring 10 points. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a regular season game. Yeah. And I'm not, like I said, when you don't have to worry about scoring and you're a Swiss Army knife and you do all the dirty work, like, that's okay. Like, I get that. No, like, no one's saying that he's not good at his job. But to say that, like, somebody as great as John Morant, even though he's young, can't say anything to Draymond Green, why? Because he's won four rings on a really good team. That's like, I put him in the same level as Kevin Durant. And that's all I'm saying. Until he's able to do something by himself, Curry has carried that team by himself. Clay has carried that team essentially by himself. Like, and you're dead. Like, yep. <laughs> so like, yeah. I get that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. But for you to sit here and tell me that, that he can't say something to Draymond. To Draymond effing green, like what? Like, tell me what Draymond has done outside of running Went four rings. The um, Morris went okay. If he's one, if he's the best, was he the best player on that team, or did he just serve a role? He's BJ clearly, Armstrong. If he's Steve Kerr, like that's all. So he so is. Question. That's all he so is. Did you like, did you question? say did you say that uh, if Draymond scored, um, it essentially was determined if they win or lose the game, if they, he scored like 10 or 15 points per game. That was the I, determining that, factor. I literally said That's, that, yeah. Yes, okay, so that means that he is an X factor and because they won, he was an X factor in terms of them winning the championship. Oh, wait, so, wait, wait, I, got some, oh, oh, I can't wait. Oh. I can't wait to save the rebuttal. Wait, wait, and you're absolutely right. And what I've been saying the whole time is if you would have been listening, is that mm -hmm. anybody can do that. Literally anybody that has a competent basketball IQ that's in the league can do what Draymond Green does. That's all I've been saying. So that's if that's if that's the case, why didn't they do it? You know, the past year or two. What are you talking about? When Clay was Steph hurt, was, Steph when was Clay, still there. when Steph Clay was, was hurt, Lamores. When Clay Steph was, was hurt, there. Lamores. Steph when Clay was there. Lamores. Steph when Clay was, still was there. hurt, Steph Go, stop, was it. stop it. Steph. Stop it. Draymond stop carried. It. If I remember Stop correctly, it. the the time when Steph and uh, Clay were hurt, and Draymond was the only one out there before he got hurt, he was carrying them. He what was carrying that in, in, in the regular in the regular season. Oh my god! Now it was it was we a short about period the of time. Season. We're talking was, about the regular season. It was the regular guys. season. Lamar, however, we're talking about the regular season. You just arguing BS now. We like regular season, not the playoffs. Not the playoffs. Not the playoffs because they, they didn't make the playoffs. If you remember collectively, they were in the lottery and they drafted Dang, uh, so like, Le James oh, Wiseman and so, Jonathan Kaminga. Hey, JT, have you ever seen like a, a prime LeBron miss out on the playoffs when he had decent help? Yes. Nah. This year. No, I haven't. Yeah, he this didn't year. have decent help. <laughs> yes, he did. Him, he had Russell Westbrook and uh, Andy right, yeah, Davis. Bro, That's Russell two Westbrook Hall of Famers. Is, oh, Russell hold up. Add in, is add in also is Carmelo ass. Anthony and uh, <laughs> Dwight Howard. You don't even you know believe that. You know how many Hall of Famers stop. that is? Just, just stop. Just, yeah. just stop, bro. Just stop it, bro. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, at the end of the day, 
like I said, the question was, can John Morant sit there and talk trash to Draymond Green? Yes, he can. Because essentially, uh, John Morant has surpassed Draymond Green in the NBA hierarchy. That's it. If Draymond shut his mouth. Talent-wise, yes. Played, huh? I, I said that. Talent-wise, yes. John it's it's has, past talent-wise. It's even yeah. past talent, bro. It's past I, talent. But it's I, about value. It's say... about value. No, it's about value to a team. Case in point, if I put John Morant on the Warriors, the Warriors still win. If I take if I take if I take Draymond Green off that team, the Warriors still win. No. Like, yes, they do. I say no. Okay, you can say no. We'll we'll see it. We'll see it in the next year or two. We will. And then what's gonna be the real issue, the real reason is because like uh what's his name and all those other guys are out of their prime. But like we are not gonna get it twisted. Like Draymond Green is great in the system that he is in. He's a system guy, but like you're making him sound like he's Tim Duncan. You're making him sound. No, like I'm he's not. Abraham I'm not Robinson. trying to make. He's it a role. Seem like he's a role player. I, solo. He's I agree. Player. He is a role player. I'm not arguing that. My my argue is that the fact that he is as accomplished as he is. Once again, I, I I've already admitted that Ja is much more talented than him. He is not that type of athlete, right? However, at that same breath, you have to recognize that, you know, sometimes that there are players that are significantly more accomplished, who have a better resume than you in terms of uh, just what they've done in the league. And you kind of, you don't talk shit about them. Bro, baby moms be tripping and spit, bro. Yeah. All right, I guess we'll move on to uh, Petty Moment of the Week. Uh, Finally get to that. Uh, what do we got? Oh, my petty moment, since I know, like, I can get away with this. Like, my petty moment of the week is kind of funny, in my opinion. Uh, I recently got back from a Georgia, I mean, from a, a team camp with basketball where we had to play a lot of, like, Georgia teams and, like, Alabama teams and Florida teams, which was funny. Okay? So, last day, last game, right? We wind up playing against this team from, I mean, from from Alabama. They're independent, you know. They're in the independent league, so they're like they're not like they're not supposed to be good. But like, of course, like every independent school, the daddy is the coach, and like the daddy has three studs of kids. So pretty much, I played against like freaking Lamelo Ball and company. So your you know dream, saying? basically, your dream. Oh yeah, no, like the dream that I will live one day. Like y'all just gotta give it time, bro. Too bad your I sons are going to be dancers. If my son, Lamoris, you know what? Just, just, just because you're bound to be a stepfather, okay, does not mean that my kids are going to be dancers. We'll leave it at that. Anyway, um, that's not a bad choice. What is that going to do few, with with a few, what, fewer what responsibilities? Those, both of those statements have to do with each other. I don't understand. Lamoris, we're going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. He knows where I'm going with that. I will not, I, we will not bring that young lady's name onto this podcast because I have a, immense respect for her, even though if she decides to choose to date somebody as questionable as Lamoris, that's not my problem. You anyway, have respect for her? Uh, I have respect for her now. I didn't have respect oh. for her before, but I have respect for her now. She's pretty cool. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, as I was saying, oh yeah, so we get to the game and like, they happen to be pretty they're they're pretty good 
like I said, the dad's six three. I mean, I'm sorry, the dad's six seven. He has three sons on the team, six seven, six four, six two. And like they just are talking all sorts of slanderous bullshit. Like I'm not even joking. Like they they are like talking reckless to us, dog. And so like I get pissed off and I start talking. I mean, well, I don't we don't start talking per se, but we start letting them know that we're here, right? And then a player who one of his sons happened to say some select junk to us, right? You know, he called my whole bench some, uh, uh, I can say it because it's a podcast. He called us some pussy ass uh, N words. He was black, so like I said, it's okay. Okay, but I, I coach a team full of white kids. So for you to call them that, I mean, that's kind of, you know, kind of defeating the whole purpose of using the word. I digress. Anyway, so. As we go on, we obviously, we get a chance. We beat the team, you know, we play well. As we're going through the handshake lines, one of the kids has the nerve to come up to us and say like, well, at least I got two rings. How many rings do you have? And my assistant coach did me proud because he looked at the kid whose dad was also an assistant coach and looked him in the eye and said, he said, if I was playing in the division with eight teams, who the other, the tallest guy that you see all year is five foot seven. We would probably have 17 rings as well. So please go on and tell your daddy to go take you home before you have to play against a real team again. Cam has never made me prouder because he's finally taken after me. He's being petty. I was so happy to see that. Good for you guys. Good for you. Hey, look. You talk petty, hey, you, you talk petty, you win petty prizes. By the way, the dad was huge. I think I said so. I, I know like that dude. You made you let you let Cam have make those statements. You weren't gonna you weren't gonna stand up there and say Oh no, hey, no, nah, no. Nah. I told him he he said something to me. I said, I got heat with people like you. So I like, I mean, I was talking reckless, but I mean I ain't gonna say that. Morris, what you got? Um, my one petty moment was going to be the Draymond Green situation. Why don't you talk about um, the uh, the Aisha Curry can't cook situation? She so can't cook if she if she could cook, Steph wouldn't be cheating on her. <laughs> you know that family is going through a whole lot. They're or at least his parents' Bruh. divorce was uh, <laughs> all posted on national television, and then the uh, new couple showed up for the finals games. That's NF. what I'm saying. Y'all talking oh. about us. Talk about Dale Curry. Dale Curry, like saying, like, oh, you think you won up me and brought the man's ex-wife to the right. game. That's right. trifling. That's that's trifling. Yeah, I forgot about that. They literally did a partner swap. <laughs> swinging goes bad. I couldn't believe that. I was like, dang, bro. Like. Now y'all sharing all the same juices. That's like it, it just don't. It probably don't even feel right. I'm. I would guarantee that they've been doing that for a while before this divorce. I mean, like I said, he had to get it from somewhere. That's why Aisha was over there. Like, I want more male attention. Why you want male more male attention? Because my 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 husband go out on the road and be messing with Instagram thoughts. Well, you know, you may wanna, you know. Sauce your thing up, you know, put some on it or in it, whatever you do, whatever, you know, whatever make you feel nice to keep whatever your man at home. Done. What'd you say? Whatever gets the job done. 
Exactly. You might need to go get that tuned up. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. You might need to go get a, you know, a, a lip lift. I think that's what they call them now. A lip lift. Lip lift. Okay. All right. Uh, mine, uh, they're in the Stripers game on Saturday. We got a big ticket package now, so we go. We, we're going. We're going a fair amount of times these days. Uh, but they, uh, we're sitting in our seats. All of a sudden, the uh, the third base umpire looks over at the the Stripers dugout and and just screams, "You're out of here!" And apparently, the apparently the manager's just been had been jawing at this this umpire like the whole game. And he goes out there. Of course, of course. Once you throw somebody out, that's when that's when the actual conversation actually starts. When it comes to to uh, to baseball, uh, he gets up in the, th- the 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 third base umpire's face, then gets in the head umpire's face. In the process, he's standing at third base, and then he throws his hat all the way to first base. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even know what he was mad about for the whole conversation. I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what the situation was. They ended up winning the game. They were never losing in the game at all. But you know, all right. Uh, we'll move on to final thoughts. You guys can finish your uh, your campaign over there. But yeah, nah. My final thoughts is is like like I said. Guys, basketball is a fun game. Let's not let's not tarnish it by being petty. You know what I'm saying? Let's um let's be nice to each other, love one another, um and don't talk trap. Especially like I said, when your entire sons are make up the majority of the team. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be nice, you know, because like if you want to do that, let's play let's play every year, even after your sons graduate, and let's just see how well it like how much it works for you. Because I really don't think that it will. Because I think that you know. You, you're, you're terrible without your sons. But that's just me. That's just me. Conven- I think he'll conveniently retire after his last son graduates. But really? No. No. Why? Why, JT? Because obviously, you know, you you have to be a very good coach. Um, I, 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 I can definitely see once all three of those kids graduate, him staying there. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like the kids that normally pay to go to schools like that are just freak athletes you know you, you have your your standard five foot three to five foot nine white kids you can obviously win with that oh yeah when uh when the junior league with that but you know i mean that's I mean, what they were playing in that's literally what they're playing in. that's what i'm saying <laughs> what i'm saying it's like you look at that like I, i'm gonna like i said i'm gonna send a picture y'all to the final the final four that they were in and i was just like you gotta be ishing me like the tallest, they had the tallest five kids in the entire league. Not not the conference, not their area, not their district, the league. The league. I want to hear that. Talking about I got two rings. But we look at that, we looked at a picture of them getting their championship, like the championship trophy. There was a partition down because they were playing another championship game on the other side of the floor. They're playing in a rec in a rec gym. Get out of here. Don't talk to me. Wow. Wow. Lamora's final thoughts. Anyways, um, final thoughts. 
I don't really have any. Um, make good decisions. Okay, make good decisions. That's it. Um, is that was that friendly advice for your uh, your buddy Deshaun Watson? No, he made good decisions at the time. He, he's probably regretting it now, but I'm, I'm sure it felt amazing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Women is not a laughing matter anymore. It's nothing like a good rub and tug. All right. That um, is true. That is true. Okay. Uh, final thoughts. Sorry, this wasn't a wasn't a more interesting podcast. Not a lot happened other than the NBA finals here. So not a lot's going That's on. That's all we needed. That's all we nah. need. It's, it's going to come up uh, in a week when these trades start going through. And the NBA draft, we're good. Yeah, it's next week will be much preview. more interesting for us. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tevin. Go get drafted, my boy. Hope to see it. Shout, Shout out, out to, to uh, one of my one of my players that I've been borderline mentoring since he, since his freshman year. Uh, he's going the HBCU route, signed and redshirted with NC Central. There you go. Yeah. What's up? All righty. This has been Off the Cuff Sports. I guess we'll make our new slogan. We'll try to do better the next time for you. See y'all. Later. Peace.